This is Black Millennial Money. This is Black Millennial Money, where we talk about how you can make more money, keep more money, invest your money, and spend your money on finer things in life, all from a Black Millennial perspective. I'm your host, Joseph Oisu, and today the special guest is me. If you're new to the show, you know what I'm about to you don't know what I'm about to say, but ultimately, like, subscribe, and share with as many people as possible. We're trying to reach 100 million people around the world with life-changing financial information. You can be part of that. Click the link in the description to join our Patreon to take your contribution even higher. And every Sunday at 11.30, we go live on YouTube and Facebook with your dilemmas, answering your questions. So if you want to get your questions asked, head over to blackmillennialmoney.com and send us your questions through the contact page. Now, today's episode... It's one of those ones where I'm just sharing what I'm thinking and feeling at the moment. And I told you guys I'll be doing this a little bit more. And as I learn more stuff, I can share these little nuggets with you. And ultimately, you see in the title of this episode, thinking is underrated. And it sounds like a, a weird thing to say, because aren't we always thinking? Aren't we always, don't we always have something on our mind? And the answer is kind of yeah, but ultimately... How much of that is passive? How much of that is active? How much are we actually thinking about things that matter? And personally, like my story with this is that I, I get so focused on doing the work. I'm a grinder. I'll, I'll do the thing. Whatever it is. If you want some manual labor done, I'm good to go. I'm ready. If you want some execution, I'm good to go. But I found that I was on a bit of a conveyor belt. And some of you may be able to relate to this, right? Where you finish school you get a job. You start getting older. It's like, okay, I should have a relationship. You get a relationship. Okay, let's get married. We get married. Okay, let's have kids. Let's buy a house. And then it's like this process just continues. You go to school, you work, you get married, you work some more, and then you die. I'm like, what did I do with that time? And I was realizing that I was losing track of the reason I was doing things. So I'll be halfway through a task, like maybe it's a couple months in and this may even happen at work because like I'm doing this thing, getting through it's like, wait, why am I even doing this? What was the goal? What was the objective? Because now it just feels like I'm doing it to complete this one little thing, but I don't remember how this played into the big thing. And this can apply to you in your personal life where it's like, okay, I'm X years old. Let me get married. Huh? What's the point of all of this? What's the big, what am I trying to achieve by all of it? or at work, or um, at work where you're trying to do a big project, but you get really focused on, let's just make sure this presentation is perfect. But why? What's the big thing? What's the, why, why are you doing this? And I found myself lacking motivation because I'll get halfway through things and I, I don't, I'm not enjoying this. And I don't know why I'm doing it. What's the big purpose? And it's, it's because I had stopped thinking. I just got focused on doing the thing and I wasn't mentally aware of what I was actually aiming for anymore and I found myself losing track of time like some of you sitting here are going to be thinking how in the hell is it July what have I done how is it July and what have I been up to this year 2021 was supposed to be my year what's going on where did the year go we have these conversations. I don't know if it's small talk at work or if it's just real life, where it's like every month it's like, wow, can't believe it's almost the end of the month already. Feels like July just started. Can't believe we're halfway through the year already. What is it? Is it the end of Q2 or the end of Q1? 
Crikey, what happened there? Are you on a conveyor belt or are you taking deliberate actions because you fought your way through it? And mentally, I'm thinking, thinking is too underrated. Taking the time to think is too undervalued. But it's the outputs of it surround us every single day. And I'm going to come on to some of those things. But specifically, my challenges around thinking is just why I get so stuck on a task. I've decided to try and tackle my challenge and hopefully by sharing this with you guys, you will be able to start implementing certain things or take a second look at yourself and say, am I actually on this just conveyor belt of getting older and doing stuff because it's like, well, I'm old enough to do it. I may as well. Or oh, all my friends are doing this. All my peers are doing this. It's like, I, may, I should be doing it too. So how I came to these activities that are intended on helping me think more is that I remember needing to psych myself off to pay off the debt. So for those of you who don't know, I was in £36,000 worth of credit card debt, overdraft, and money I owed my missus. Um, and I needed to motivate myself every single day in order to be able to tackle this massive thing, to focus exclusively on what it is that I wanted to succeed at, to stay laser focused on what it was that I wanted to achieve. And that's how I came to these next couple of steps. And the first one is getting clear. And I had to get really, really clear about what it is that I wanted and to embed that within me, to indoctrinate myself with that message. So every single day, I started to do affirmations and meditate on my goals. What was it that I wanted to do? What was it that I wanted to do? I, I needed to be debt-free. I wanted to propose, be engaged by the end of the year. I wanted to buy my own property by the end of the year. This is going into 2020. And I wanted to succeed at work. One of those things prior to that was to pass my probation at work. All of those things happened. And the reason I believe that they happened is because I focused on it every single day and reaffirmed to myself every single day why I was about to do what I was going to do. And if I found that something wasn't contributing to that, I stopped doing it. Or I replaced it with a task that was going to deliver me with more and came back to it later. But it allowed me to focus and to condition myself, to talk to myself, to improve my self-talk about this task about what I'm trying to achieve, to convince myself that I can do it, to keep it top of mind. Because the second I leave my front door, the world is filled with its, with its messaging. So my phone's pinging, traffic, running late to work, messages, emails, all of this stuff invades your space. And you can find yourself spending an entire day responding rather than being proactive. I'm sure it's happened to some of you at work. You look back at a whole day like, what? I just responded to emails and a team's messages, but my actual projects, I never actually had time to do. I was in meetings all day. Didn't actually get to do any of the work that I was talking about in the meetings. Weeks go by with you actually not doing what you need to do to get to the other side of whatever these meetings are about. And that is the power of doing those daily affirmations and meditations every day. In 2021, I missed one day, and the thing that makes me sick, it was the day before this recorded. Well, not the day before, two days before I'm recording this. was the first day I missed in 2021 of doing my affirmations. Every single day, mentally locking in on what it is I want to pull out this year. What it is I want to leave 2021 with. 
thinking on it, meditating on it, conditioning myself to focus exclusively on it every single day. The next thing I did was to set targets. But not just set targets like wishes. No, set targets like we do at work, where it's research-based, where you need to know your numbers, where if you have um, a target, you need to have KPIs attached to it. So how do we know we're going to be succeeding? Where where should we be at what point? What's the longer-term view? What's the plan here? How we plan on executing this? How confident are we that this is going to happen? If this doesn't happen, what do we do next? How can we get back on track? These are the things that I'm starting to implement. I'm not perfect at this. I'm starting to implement into my daily life where my affirmations, I set them as goals. So I've got goals in one part. And this might be a book I publish at some point to help everyone else figure out how to do this. But I set my goals and then I write my goals every single day. Then I do affirmations around said goals. But in those affirmations are my KPIs are KPIs. So measures of success. And these are smart goals. So where they are time bound, they're measurable, they're realistic, they're achievable. They're specific. I'm super clear on what they actually need to be. Those are in my affirmations. And then at the end of every day, I write down three things that I'm grateful for today. And I've got to thank my friend Vanessa Smith for helping me find that one. Because I I wasn't sure about, I wasn't sure how I was, how to do that. I focus on it being something I'm grateful for every single day. And every single day, I've got more than three things to be grateful for every day. But by setting those goals, making my affirmations, the goals with KPIs and measures attached to them, set, helps me improve. So, for example, my fitness, my fitness affirmation, it cha- the wording changes from time to time, but say I'm, I'm, I'm fit and healthy. I'm fitter, faster and stronger than, I've, than I was last year. I've packed on muscle and increased my stamina. The KPIs attached to that are doing at least 40,000 steps a week. And that's a low because I don't commute, but it makes me go out of my house. I have to do a certain amount of working out. I need to have a certain amount of body fat on me. I need to increase a certain amount of muscle. And some of you may have noticed I'm filling out a little bit, but this is because of the focus on this, setting clear goals, setting clear clear KPIs, where I'm I'm scratching my head on a Thursday thinking, wow, I need to do 20,000 more steps this week because I've been stuck at the computer the whole week time to go walk around the lake that's how you do it that's how I focus on these things and the final piece is accountability I check in on my targets I regularly look back at what my goals are what am I supposed to be doing so every morning where I'm writing down my goals I'm feeling terrible particularly for one of the goals I'm going to share later that I'm not there yet I'm not tracking for it even how am I going to get to the other side of this thing how but it's that daily check as well as making them public so my fiance knows what my goals are for this year she knows and one of those goals i'm going to share with you lot because i want to tell you the story of how i made it on this show my goal is to leave this year with a business that made a hundred thousand pounds in 2021 i've seen i'm do it i've seen a bunch of other people do it in the past 12 to 18 months and I'm thinking I wanted to come into 2021 being able to do that now we're in July and full transparency I've made less than a thousand pounds in my business this year I've got 99,000 pounds to find by the end of the year and it's my job to go do that it's my job to go figure it out I have a great idea of how I'm going to do it I've mentioned it to some of some of you watching this may already know what my idea is 
but it's coming to market. And I'm going to tell you every step of the way how I'm going to get there once it's out. So those are the steps that I'm taking to get to the other side of this. And if you haven't written those down, these next two things are the key things I want you to take from this episode. The key things. Remember, the focus is that thinking is underrated. We spend too much time not thinking. Two points. The highest paid person in your company doesn't do any work. I'll say that one more time. The highest paid person at your company does not do any work. They get paid to think and make decisions. Think about it. We've got people building websites, doing customer service, running accounts, looking at HR, going to client meetings. Depending on the size of your company, your CEO doesn't do any of that. Doesn't do any of that. Especially if you work for a big business. Their job is thinking all day. They're in meetings. Look at their diary. It's 30 minute blocks of meetings. This person can barely go to the bathroom. All they do is take in information, process information, and send it back out with actions. They are thinking machines. They make the big bucks from thinking. They hone their ability to think. Experience helps, but ultimately, it's, they're being paid for the quality of their decision-making. And your decision-making only improves as a result of taking time to think, as a result of being clued in and focusing, honing in on the things that are really going to move the needle laser focused but in order to do that you need to clear all the clutter you need to remove everything that's going to be a distraction and think super clearly about a very specific set of things and how you're going to deliver against it what resource you need what time you need how much money it's going to take to get there that's what that person gets paid to do if you want to be like that person i'm not saying them personally but someone who's a thinking machine someone who delivers and can lead by thinking and inspiring and motivating for other people to do the implementation for, to get the big back, to get the share options, to be in a position where if you do your job badly, there's a seven-figure payout because of the way you think. That's your market value. Remember, manual labor has an hourly rate. Thinking, they pay, you, they pay you to leave, they pay you to start, they pay you the whole time. Manual labor, you only get paid when you're on job and there's a cap to what you can get. The second thing I want you to take from this episode, second thing, is about what you really want to be in this world. The ability to think consistently, regularly, and at a high level is the only thing that separates us from any other living creature on this planet. That's the only thing. Everything else on this planet is alive, is living its purpose. Very few of those animals think. Very few of those other animals dream. We are some of the few that do both every day all day and have the power to take control of those thoughts and dreams because i dream about my affirmations i dream about my goals every day because that's all that's on my mind now for you going into your future going into what you want to be doing what the person you want to be question you need to ask yourself is do you want to be like everything else on this planet and more than half of the human race who just fulfills a purpose, fulfills a purpose, fulfills a purpose, living in a loop without actually taking a moment to think and decide what your next move is. 
If you don't make time to think, you're no different from a tree. And there's nothing wrong with being a tree if you're content to never move forward and also if you'll live forever. If you want to move forward and you know you won't live forever, you need to make the time in your diary to think, plan, strategize, and then execute. I'll see you guys next week. If you have any questions or dilemmas that you'd like to have featured on our podcast or on our YouTube channel, go to blackmillennialmoney.com, click the contact page and send it to us. Names will be changed or kept anonymous unless you say otherwise. This is Black Millennial Money. 